0: Good day ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Investec pre close conference call. All participants will be in listen-only mode. There will be an opportunity to ask questions later during the conference. If you should need assistance during the call, please signal an operator by pressing star then zero. Please note that this call is being recorded. I would now like to hand the conference over to Sonny Titi, the Investec Group Chief Executive. Please go ahead.
1: Thank you, Irene. Good morning, um, all, and thank you for joining us for today's pre-closed trading update. This update reflects financial performance for the 11 months ended 28th of February 2023 and highlights trends expected for the full year to 31st March 2023. I'm joined this morning by Nishlin Samuj, Group Finance Director, Ruth Lees, Chief Executive of uh, Invest, Invested Bank PLC, and Richard Wainwright, Chief Executive of Invested Bank Limited in South Africa. I'm pleased to report that the group has achieved strong performance year to date despite a complex macroeconomic backdrop. The period under review has been characterized by persistently high inflation, driven by global supply chain challenges in the war in Ukraine. The record levels of inflation experienced by many economies led to aggressive monetary policy tightening by major central banks. Our diversified business model and strong balance sheet enable us to support our clients notwithstanding the evolving environment. We have seen continued client acquisition with our Lending franchises benefiting from higher average advances and also benefiting from the rising interest rate environment. Market weakness negatively impacted our wealth and investment and uh, UK equity capital market businesses. Looking at the underlying drivers of our core division being specialist banking and wealth and investment, starting with the... Uh, Specialist banking loans grew by 9.3% in the UK and 9.1% in South Africa in Rands. For the wealth and investment business, funds and the management declined by 3.7% to 61 billion sterling, driven by market weakness, which was partly offset by net inflows of just under 400 million pounds sterling. Significantly, today's trading update shows that the continued execution of our strategy has enabled the group to achieve its financial year 2024 targets. For the year ending 31st March 2023, we expect group adjusted earnings per share to be between 66p and 70p or 20 to 27% ahead of the prior year. Adjusted operating profit before tax of between 782.8 million pounds sterling and uh, 833.6 million um, pounds sterling compared to a figure of 687.4 million for the prior year. Adjusted operating profit of the UK business to be at least 15% higher than the prior year, which was 302.8 million pounds sterling, especially is going to be at least 30% higher than the prior year. The adjusted operating profit for the South African business to be at least 10% ahead of 7.8 billion rand reported in financial year 2022. The specialist bank in South Africa is expected to be at least 15% higher than the prior year in rains. Return on equity is expected to be within the group's financial year 2024 target range of 12% to 15%. Fixed operating expenditure increased in line with the first half driven by continued investment in people and technology and post-pandemic normalization of certain business expenses. Variable remuneration grew in line with profitability. The cost-to-income ratio has improved as revenue grew faster than costs. Investec has made significant progress on its capital optimization strategy. To date, the group has acquired circa 52 million shares, or an equivalent of um, circa 5.2% of the shares outstanding before the announcement of the share buyback and share repurchase program in November last year, and returned circa 5.4 billion rand, or 245 million pounds sterling to shareholders through this program. In conclusion, the group is well capitalized and has strong liquidity. Um, uh, both above border-proof minimums and is well positioned to continue to support its clients and pursue growth opportunities in line with our strategic objectives. I will now turn the call over to questions. Uh, But before doing so, please note that this is a trading update, so there is only a certain amount of detail we can provide at this stage. Our full year results for the 12 months ending 31 March twenty twenty three will be published on Thursday the eighteenth of may twenty twenty three. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to ask a question, you're welcome to press star and then one on your touchstone phone or on the keypad on your screen. If you however wish to withdraw the question, you may press star and then two. Once again, if you would like to ask a question, you may press star and then one. We will pause a moment for the question queue to build. We have a question from Stefan Potiter of UBS. Please go ahead.
2: Good morning. Thanks very much for the update. Um, just uh, if you could provide some colour <clears throat> around what the impact would be on Investec from the global volatility that we're seeing in financials maybe in terms of your funding and uh, liquidity, but also fundamentally on the earnings outlook, potentially uh, where would it have an effect, maybe cost of funding.
1: Uh, Hi, Stephen. Uh, Thank you for for your question and for joining the call. Um, We obviously have given the current uh, trading update with uh, the volatility that we, we see today um, in mind. We are funded both in the UK and SA uh, very uh, conservatively in terms of our uh, interest rate uh, risk uh, uh, policy, so uh, we haven't seen much uh, impact um, as a consequence uh, of the way we are funded. Um, I'm going to ask Ruth and Richard uh, separately to talk more specifically about the SA and, and uh, the UK. Um, environment. Uh, needless to say, we haven't really seen much movement with respect to uh, depositors. We are comfortable that uh, uh, we we have um, the funding that we require, our capital levels uh, um, are above um, the minima that, that are set by, by the board and significantly above the regulatory uh, minima. But I'm going to just ask for them to give you color because this is... Uh, an important question. As you know, with SVB, they were concentrated um, in a, a particular sector of the market, particularly uh, fintech, both on the asset side and on the uh, liability side. And, and clearly there was concern around the quality of um, uh, their assets and, and with that uh, they began to bleed uh, some deposits and as a consequence uh, they needed to liquidate. Uh, some assets, uh, and given that the uh, the duration of their uh, um, uh, securities portfolios, in particular bond portfolios, was was quite long, and um, they had bought these when rates were very low, and rates had uh, shot up quite significantly, uh, they uh, suffered significant losses and wiped out their capital. As I said, uh, interest rate policy. Uh, completely guards against that type of situation. Um, and of course, the, the, the fact that at the point there was a worry about whether depositors would lose their money uh, led to uh, smaller banks getting affected as well. Uh, and thankfully in the U.S., that issue of uh, potential risk of deposits has been dealt with. In the U.K. and South Africa, I think the funding of banks is much more uh, a solid uh, stress tests are, uh, are, are conducted uh, in line with uh, regulatory policy, so I do not think that there is a, a, any potential contagion of, of the run. There's obviously an impact on confidence, uh, in particular with the likes of credit Suisse uh, having been affected the way they have, but, but credit Suisse is not a new issue. I think uh, they've had uh, concerns uh, for, for quite some time. Um, and um, so the overall uh, banking sector, whether well in the U.S., um, U.K., Europe, and across the world, um, there is a, a level of uh, uh, risk uh, concerns. But as I say, we, we're quite comfortable with where we are. And Richard just gives some um, fairly region-specific uh, uh, answers. Morning, Stefan. It's uh, Richard Wainwright
2: here. Now, just to confirm what Fani was saying, we've seen very little contagion effect um, into the debt capital markets or the deposit markets here in South Africa. Um, obviously, you've seen some impact on share prices, um, but in terms of our funding, we've seen little, very little contagion effect. Even in fact, on our dollar funding, uh, you know, all South African banks do run dollar funding books as well. Uh, we're actually in the market at the moment for a syndicated loan. And uh, our point of lead banks who are running that syndication have also indicated very little impact on it. Um, so for us, fortunately, uh, it's business as usual. I mean, we're still facing SA Inc. issues, as you know, but um, it's from, a, from a funding and, and liquidity point of view, very little impact. we
3: here. Very similar to what Richard said in the UK, very comfortable from a cash and liquidity perspective. We've always, as you know, run very cautiously from a liquidity perspective, continue to do so. We've seen very little movement on deposits. If anything, we have seen a net inflow from clients of SPV in the UK looking to open accounts with us. And this continues. Clearly, there is disruption in the market around with the news of SPV and more recently overnight around Credit Suisse, but it does continue to run as, as business as usual from our perspective.
2: Thanks very much. Uh, useful colour there. Maybe um, just a follow-on question on your asset side. Any concerns in terms of the fund, finance, business,
1: private equity, those sort of areas? Just, I kick off that. Yes,
3: yeah, sure. Uh, thanks, Stefan. Again, uh, no stress at this stage, uh, we're not anticipating stress. The asset books are very resilient, and we are not seeing any trends in terms of asset quality deterioration in any of our books.
1: Thanks very much. Appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Our next question is from Alexander Bowers of Berenberg. Please go ahead. Hi, yeah,
1: uh, just a single question for me. Um, I know in the past he's given some guidance around the sensitivity of both the UK and South African businesses to interest rate changes. So I was wondering if there's any
2: change in that in that guidance today. Thanks.
1: Hi Alex, I'm going to ask Nishlan uh, just to cover that off.
2: I think we've obviously moved on in the interest rate cycle. So as we indicated before, I think we're probably at the low low end of that guidance of 10 to 15. Million pounds per 25 uh, basis points, and uh, similar in South Africa. I think it was about 100 million rand. Um, So no, no, no real changes to that. Um, Obviously, as you move forward, we, we, it's hard to tell in terms of the overall interest rate outlook. But um, I think that guidance will remain pretty much
1: intact. Great, thank you very much. Thanks, Alex.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, just another reminder, if you would like to ask a question, you are welcome to press star and then one. We will pause a moment to see if we have any further questions. Ladies and gentlemen, just once again, if you would like to ask a question, you are welcome to press star and then one. And since we have no further questions from the conference call at this time, sir, would you like to make any closing comments?
1: Thanks, Irene, and uh, thank you all for your time this morning. As usual, if you have any further questions, please don't hesitate to get uh, in touch uh, with our team. Uh, thank you for your interest in our business.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes today's conference. Thank you for joining us. You may now disconnect your lines.